Paraglites is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on the show is advice. No financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk. Do your own research and consult with professionals. All right, everybody, welcome back to Terabytes. We've got some very special guests, some anonymous guests for you today, so you know the project is serious. I've got a couple Theta Nuts with us today. And why are they called Theta Nuts? Because these guys are nuts. They're doing options on Luna. They're doing puts, they're doing calls. What even is all this crazy stuff? We're gonna dive into that. With me today, I have Usagi, he is the growth lead, and I have Pecan. It's not Pecant, it's Pecan, and he's the CTO over at Theta Nuts. Gentlemen, how are we doing this evening? We're doing great and I'll be excited to be here and uh, explain how we will um, increase the adoption of UST um, on Ethereum and many other chains. That's excellent. That's uh, Go ahead, Pecan, sorry. Oh yes, just want to say hi to everyone and hey, I'm glad to be here. We are happy to uh, tell you more about our project here. Excellent. Well, I love to hear people that uh, they lead with growing demand for UST. That's what everybody in the Terra Luna ecosystem is all about. Um, so I mentioned, as, as I brought you guys in, you're doing puts, calls, options. A lot of people might not be familiar with what that is. Um, so I'm hoping we can have a great conversation tonight about, you know, maybe what that means from uh, traditional finance, what does that mean in crypto, and what you guys have built. So why don't we just start off with, like, what is Theta Nuts? I, I'm sure a lot of people haven't even heard of this before. So I'll take this. Um, Theta Nuts is a structured products protocol. Uh, we are multi-chain, currently live on Ethereum, BSC, uh, Polygon, Phantom, AVEX. You get the idea. Where there is a chain, we will plant our flag. So uh, Terra is definitely in the pipeline. Um, but as we go, it will be something to do as we go along. Um, so for us, um, the most option structured products protocols, um, they use USDC for puts. Uh, what is a put? A put is... Uh, able to help you uh, hedge your position. Um, but for Theta Nuts, uh, we actively work with various parties like the Terra Money team and mar various market makers um, so that we can grow the adoption and use of uh, UST instead of USDC. Um, there is a strong demand for decentralized money um, and we are here to deliver this and implement it into DeFi applications. Yeah, and I think, uh, again, you guys seem like you're sort of very uh right in line with the ethos of the terra luna ecosystem um you know you mentioned usagi pregame uh or in the pre-show that um a lot of people seem to default to usdc and you mentioned usdc for puts but you guys um are now starting to build on ust can you can you walk me through your thinking process on that and why you think now is a good time to start implementing ust Yes, I think uh, previously, you know, since this year, we have seen uh, UST grow tremendously in, um, in stability and, um, and supply. And now it is widely used um, and accepted um, by various market makers. Um, to be frank, uh, when we spoke to various market makers about um, using synthetic or decentralized stablecoins, uh, most were not very comfortable um, simply because uh, there, there needs to be some sort of track record or wide availability. Um, and the peg, right? Um, but when we talked about uh, UST and suggested it to the Terra Money team and to our partners at QCP Capital, um, you know, we found that um, you know UST has the necessary characteristics uh, that is stable, um, that is widely available and accessible, that allow us to uh, push forth this new narrative that uh, UST is a 
uh, very usable, um, uh, decentralized option for us to 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 deploy on our put vaults. That's that's very interesting. So, um, if I'm understanding you correctly, uh, not too long ago you were talking with some people, some market makers about potentially using one of these decentralized uh, algorithmic stable coins and they weren't having it because there wasn't a, a good track record. But now that UST sort of proven itself, uh, uh, times are changing in, in the world of uh, decentralized finance. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and, you know, it, it really comes down to, to, to seeing that there is a very vibrant um, ecosystem. Um, it's not just one team controlling its supply or um, pushing its narrative. It is multiple players and users um, trying to get involved um, in this uh, in this space, you know that that gives a lot of confidence. And obviously, um, I think that the next part is um, institutional interest is very real, um, and they are confident in using it. So um, that gives us the capability and confidence to to launch such a vault. And many thanks to the Terramani team for their support. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's that's great to hear. We love hearing that on uh, terabytes. So can you guys? Uh... Can we take a spin on the platform? Can we see what it looks like? And I got to ask you some questions about calls and puts and options and what all that means, because uh, despite what my hat might make you think that I'm like a really smart guy, um, I, I always need these things explained to me so that I can uh, understand how to make more money out there. All right. Quite sure. So, Tyrini, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, hi, hello. Uh, so, I'm now sharing my screen, and this is the this is our platform. I'm currently showing the screens that we are showing for the uh, Luna put and Luna calls. So, essentially, uh, shall I also just quickly run through what are covered calls and uh, covered put selling? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Hmm. All right. So, so in a sense, uh, covered puts and covered calls are uh, they are sort of financial instruments that allows a uh, uh, people to with uh, either Luna or UST to make a uh, premium over what they already have. Uh, in exchange for this premium, you are expected for a put vault to, to buy a Luna at a certain price. And for the covered call, you're expected to sell some Luna at a certain price. So it's sort of like you're kind of like uh, selling the down, uh, buying the downside as well as uh, selling the upside for the Luna ecosystem. So this is a this is a pretty nice smooth interface. Um, it looks like you can sort of easily and and maybe we should uh, we should talk real quick. Um, as people notice, your wallet is in ETH. Um, so right now you're using the the wrapped version of Luna or the wrapped version of UST, correct? That's correct. Uh, this is a new. I think this is a recent update for the UST coin. Uh, currently, it's now called UST Wormhole, and it's a slightly new. So we are trying to push adoption for this new technology as well. So if I'm not wrong, you can also access this uh, from the Terra ecosystem using the Terra reach itself. Yes. Um, and for those of you who haven't used it, go check out the Terra bridge. Uh, it's a great little tool, especially for people that need to on-ramp and off-ramp. Uh, you might be more familiar with it because as of right now, uh, and this is actually a benefit for you guys, Coinbase offers Luna um, and UST, but it's the Ethereum version of both. So uh, if you're looking to get into this, you could very easily swap from Coinbase directly into the uh, the, the Thetanauts platform. So let's let's dive in. Once you've got your um, once you've got your wormhole um, activated, Luna, where where do we go from there? 
Right. So essentially from that point onwards, what you need to do is you have to kind of, uh, if you have UST on you uh, and you're willing to buy, let's say for instance, uh, uh, the Luna at a certain price below the current price, that's usually about 10%. And this will give you about a yield of maybe a 30 to 50%. Yeah, then you can then put your UST into this uh, put selling vault. So in a sense, it's uh, sort of like a showing the commitment to the Luna ecosystem by saying that, hey, I don't believe that the price is going to go below this too much. Uh, and if you if you truly believe that, then uh, the put selling vault may be a good option. So with your UST, you're able to buy sort of like buy the dips of Luna. So if you have a wallet, what you will do is then you just approve the the wallet, the vault to access your Luna, and the next step will be just to deposit it in. Interesting. So the it's it shows I see the the current Luna price there is seventy three thirty. Uh, the selected Luna strike price is forty two forty. So if you're mm -hmm. If you're put selling here um, at a bi-weekly rate, you would within the next two weeks, you don't you do not want Luna to go below 4240. That would be like a liquidation price for you, or how, how does that work? Ah uh, yes, so so this is not a liquidation because you have uh, you are doing, what we're doing is you're selling fully covered puts. So in a sense, uh, when it falls below 4240, your assets we used to buy on Luna at that price. So let's say for instance you have 40, if you have forty two dollars and forty cents in this vault, uh, you essentially get the equivalent of one Luna. Let's say if Luna goes to let's say uh, uh, it's unlikely, but if Luna goes down to maybe like thirty dollars, you will have the equivalent of thirty dollars of USD left at the end of the bi-weekly period. So this this put selling position is a you're you're in a bullish position, correct? Yes, that's pretty much it. Yes, but uh, also not too. Uh, essentially, you're in a not too. Yeah, you're not too. You're, you're not quite. You're quite confident that the market is trending uh, sideways or upwards. Yes, it doesn't have to be bullish as well. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um. And, and you know, as uh, Usagi said, this is more of like a hedge than, um. You know, any kind of like wild degen move. Um. What does the What does it mean that it's bi-weekly? Mm, it, it means that uh, we would sell the options on a two on a on a biweekly basis. That means we will collect premiums uh, every two weeks for this vault. Okay, so it's, the premiums are are like relatively cheap, then, right? Uh, the premiums are relatively cheap uh, on a weekly basis. That's correct. Yes, it's about I think it's about usually about zero point five to one percent on a weekly on a weekly basis. Gotcha. So that'll be about so that'll be about like maybe one to. 1.5% on a bi-weekly basis. So help help me wrap my head around this because I'm familiar with options and I'm familiar with like liquidity providing. This is this is like a hybrid of both. Are, am I correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So you're you're staking a single asset or you're staking two assets here? So this will be a, a single asset staking. But in, in a sense, it's uh, we, we, I think of it as well a bit. It's a bit like uh, the Uniswap model. If people are familiar with it, it means that if the price goes down, you end up with more of a certain coin of the other. But in this case, uh, you preserve your value of your your Luna as as it goes below the strike price. Right. Okay. So there's not uh, as much impermanent loss exposure here then. Oh, uh, there is no impermanent loss exposure here, but you are, of course, uh, subject to a downside risk in the sense that uh, if the price does go below the strike, uh, in this case, it's pretty unlikely, but uh, if, if it happens, uh, you have to suffer a small uh, loss uh, loss in your UST holdings. 
I got you. So let me let me try and put this in layman's terms. If you think that the price of Luna is not going below 4240 in the next two weeks, you can stake your UST here, earn a 56% yield, and still have the price exposure to to whatever Luna assets you have that aren't necessarily even touching this platform, correct? That's correct, yes. Very interesting. Very cool. Um, now, are you able to, are you able to, because it says selected Luna strike price, are you then able to like change that and get a higher APR if say you take a riskier position? Ah, as of now, uh, right right now, no, no. Uh, we will have uh, more vaults coming up soon, but as uh, as for now, we are selecting the strikes to be within about 10% of the current price on expiry. So in a sense, we kind of put a bound between the uh, upper and lower from the current price on the expiry itself. That'll be in about one day's time. Okay, cool. Um, so let's let's take a look at the what's the other side of the equation here. I know that you've got uh, calls as well, right? Yeah, let me just quickly bring it over to the other side. So the other side will be the call side as well, yes. And this has a higher APR. Yes, uh, it's the higher APR as well. Uh, oh, this is only because uh, back then when this vault started, if you recall, there was a bit of volatility in the, about two weeks ago, and the price of Luna was about like I think forty dollars or something. So this this was back then uh, considered a strike price that's already higher than the the current price. Right. Okay. So so, it, mm. so what happens in this circumstance then? Is it worth putting your money in here because you're already at the forty five? You're already over forty five, <clears> right? That's, that's right. So in this case, uh, the the depositors of the, of the previous round will have suffered a uh, Loss, loss in the number of lunas they have, but they have preserved the number of luna dollars that they have, because uh, it's essentially uh, you have preserved your luna at the price of forty-five. So what will happen if you deposit right now is that you'll not be exposed to this loss, but you will be then. Uh, let's say for instance the price remains at seventy-four dollars. So next week, from the next from that next expiry onwards, we will sell a luna strike of maybe about eighty-one to eighty-five, and you can then earn uh, your yield based on that. Uh, upside. So, so if you think that Luna is uh, currently uh, not going to rise 10% in, in two weeks, or if you think it's in a sideways market, then this will be a perfect time to enter. Yeah. But if you are, of course, very bullish on Luna, this may not make sense for, your, for, you, for you to deposit yes, in the short term. Right. So the, the covered calls got wrecked this uh, this time around. <laughs> this is completely correct. <laughs> yes. Um, but, but but that's amazing. I mean, we, we look at the price, we completely, it would be almost unexpected to imagine uh, such a almost doubling in a, in a bi-weekly kind of process. Yeah. Right, right. So um, here, another question for you then. Um, this yield here, this 91%, where's that coming from? Is that coming from the other side of the bet? Mm, that's that's correct. Yes. So for every option, there is a buyer and a seller. So in this case, the Titanuts platform acts as an aggregator for people to deposit their assets together to sell and bulk to market makers. So in, in a sense, how we get this premium is because uh, usually uh, on a smaller scale, it's hard for small users like me to get yield on my assets. But if I could band together with a group of fish and we sell a whole bunch of it to a market maker, we can then make it a competitive process where multiple market makers will start to bid for the vault and therefore extract the best price for these options that we sell. Right. So it's a, it's a big symphony of, of uh, game theory and people chasing yields and such, right? Mm, that's correct. Uh, pretty much because uh, when there are multiple MMs, there are people with different market opinions and some may think more highly or think less likely that this will happen and they will bid 
differently and accordingly. So in a sense, when we are in an auction, when we are in a constant auction, we are able to extract the best price for our premium option sellers. So tell me about if I wanted to get into, let's just say, for example, we really need to pretend here that I became bearish on Luna or I just didn't think that uh, Luna was going to gain 10% from today, December well, let's just say the recording of this show when the price is 7383. Um, I don't see Luna rising 10% anytime soon, but I still I'm still waiting for the expiry here um, one day, six hours. Um, what uh, what do I do? Can I still deposit my Luna here or should I wait for that uh, for the current like epoch to expire? Ah, no, so in the current smart contract, what we do is that we actually queue all incoming Luna and UST so that they'll be ready for the next epoch. So it's, it's more like uh, when, when you decide to put it in, you can always put it in. And if on the day of expiry itself, you realize that, hey, you're suddenly super bullish about Luna or super bearish about uh, Luna, you could, of course, uh, redraw it before the round starts. But once the round starts, then you are in it for the ride for the two weeks. Ah, so you're strapped into the roller coaster. There's no leaving mm -hmm. the ride while it's, while it's in motion, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, if I'm in that uh, if I'm in that queue and we haven't started the round yet, am I earning any APY on that, or uh, it's just sitting there waiting? Hmm. If you have just deposited it, it's just sitting there waiting uh, to be. It's a bit like a roller coaster queue, I imagine. <laughs> That's see, you like that you like that analogy. We're gonna use the roller coaster <laughs> queue. <laughs> yes, that was very, that was quite a smart idea. Yeah. So so you actually you don't you you're not having fun yet, but once you get in, you're strapped in until the ride's over. <laughs> that's right, that's right. We actually don't really recommend people to deposit, uh, but this is more of a convenience. So, but but if you feel like because we expect people to kind of get a sense of where the market is before they actually deposit, but if if they feel like this is something that's suitable and they like to do a hands-off approach, yes, that will also work as well. So they will just on the time of their choosing when they feel like it, they just deposit it. And when they feel like they want out, they'll just go and withdraw it. And they'll also be put on a queue and they'll be out of the right the next, the next, the next time the roller coaster gets back to the station. Right. Um, cool. So let's let's talk a little bit more about um, what do you guys have like coming up in the pipeline? We've got, you know, obviously the two options here. You've got the covered call, you've got the covered put. Um, I think these are these are interesting. Um, and you know, it's, it's great to see something that people can do, uh, outside of just, you know, staking their Luna, uh, you know, I'm sure there's DGENs out there. They're very interested in options. Uh, you know, in my experience, options trading is what really drives like the whole wall street bets market. Uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with that. Right. Um, so what, what else is, is in the pipeline for you guys, as far as bringing more options pun intended for, for people to, uh, invest in. Hmm, right. So, so in our roadmap, um, what we sort of see is uh, at least for the Terra community, um, you know, UST can be bridged to other chains. So, um, we would like to see more activity from the Terra community to demand um, or call for more vaults to be launched on the other chains, uh, and we can do so, right? And some of these other chains uh, that EVM compatible have uh, cheaper gas, um, so that will really dramatically reduce the barrier of uh, entry. Um, into our vaults and earning yield. Um, I think one thing to recall is that, you know, typically when you do yield farming, you might not be getting your yield in the nat in the token um, that you deposited. Right? In, but in this case, when we deposit uh, in, let's say, the Lunar Put Vault, um, you are getting, you deposited UST, you're getting your premiums denominated in UST. 
right? And that is, I think, quite important. You do not need to swap out your 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 yield, so to say. Um, so that I think is, is one of the first parts. Um, secondly, um, you know, our team will be improving our token model and launching that sometime in Q1, 2022. Pekin, do you have anything you want to add there? Yeah, so I was just about to mention that, oh yes, besides uh, covered calls and covered puts, uh, we are, you can also expect uh, other strategies to come up live over the next few weeks. And this will be something that will be quite interesting as well for our users of our platform. Now, uh, Usagi, you just mentioned your, your token model. Uh, and we can definitely go down a rabbit hole there. I'm guessing there's some sort of Theta Nuts token that's uh, coming next year. Can we talk about that? Um, we can talk about some very, very high-level principles. Um, I think uh, um, our model is still in um, development. Um, but what we can say is that um, at the beginning, you know, we do not have a token model here because what we have understood is that um, as you can see, the yield here is not from a token um, yield farming model. It is um, directly from the premium. So what has uh, what has we what we have done is creating this very very um, sustainable uh, model whereby um, people can get get uh, yield persistently. Right? So so that is something that we see is very efficient. And the second part is. Uh, you know, uh, in our token model, we sort of see how we can use it for governance to propose uh, more vaults, uh, so and so forth, um, to ensure that we increase the usage of USD and other assets from uh, highly engaged communities. So, I mean, uh, th those are one of our first principles, and you know, we want this to be very much community-driven um, as a project. Is the plan to uh, continue to pay out the uh, yield for many of the options trading in the native assets, even once you've uh, launched and developed your token? Yes, I think that is a fundamental part of options um, because uh, the premiums are always denominated in the asset of, right. of the vault. Um, and uh, I think one point here that um, the community would want to note is that there is, there was, or rather there was no previous uh, lunar options market out in the public. Right. And uh, uh, what Ethernuts is doing is really bringing this out to the to the mainstream, so to say. Like UST and Luna has penetrated the public consciousness, but when you think about um, market structure and market maturity, um, you know you need to have an active derivatives market, and options are is part of this. So mm -hmm. uh, previously, uh, what happened was uh, if I was a whale, right, I would trade uh, Luna options privately with a market maker. Um, but that, I think, is not the vision that Doquan has uh, thought of. I think he sees that UST and you know, something that we share as DeFi builders as well is that UST and DeFi should be accessible to all, right? Uh, there shouldn't be a very high upper limit on uh, participation. Right? You do not need to have 100,000 uh, minimum notional to start. You, know, you could start at as low as a couple thousand or, or whatever suits your fancy. And, and so, um, you know, we devised DNUTs. Uh, we saw some models that uh, have, you know, worked. And I think this uh, vault model is particularly special because it has reduced the complexity on how to get involved with options. And yet it has kickstarted this active market. Uh, when options are traded between market makers and us, you know, it allows them to trade between themselves and size begets size. And uh, we think that the UST market will keep growing. And we are here to support that. Yeah, I, I, I love everything you're saying, Usagi. I think uh, you guys definitely 
have your incentives aligned with uh, not just the Terra Luna community and the lunatics such as myself, but uh, there's a lot of projects out there uh, that are doing similar to what you guys are doing. Um, you know, we, we've got some interviews coming out that I mentioned again uh, before we started recording. Um, you know, Prism, uh, which divides the, the, uh, the principal Luna with the yield Luna, something called coupon stripping that like really only major players on Wall Street could ever do in the bonds market and the fixed income market. Uh, White Whale, which is an arbitrage platform that again, you know, arbitrage is, uh, it's a complicated concept. You got to have a lot of money to really make anything uh, worth worth your time in that market. And, uh, you know, with the with the introduction of like high frequency traders and uh, front runners and stuff, um, you know, it's it's a big boy player game. And uh, it's nice to see protocols like what you guys are doing and like what those guys are doing, um, give everyone the opportunity to sort of, you know, have these sort of tools in their arsenal. And uh, I appreciate what you guys are doing. I think this looks really cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to native Terra Luna. And I, I don't think I've asked that yet, but is that on the roadmap? Yeah, I think uh, early on in the beginning, uh, we said, um, you know, native Terra Luna is something that we look at. Um, but at least right now in our roadmap, um, the first course is to plan our flight across all EVM chains, and then we will go natively. Um, but I, I think here, um, we just want to be very careful with this point, right? Um, UST is no longer just a Terra uh, Luna ecosystem exclusive asset, right? UST is a multi-chain base. And I think the lunatics can think about it that, you know, when, when we think of uh, bases, typically we thought about USDC, USDT, right? Um, when you have a multi-chain base, I think this strengthens the use case of Luna across all chains um, and actually strengthens the reason why uh, Luna and by extension UST has utility. Right, because now it's getting more widely adopted. Um, it is no longer like a, a, a pipe dream that decentralized algorithmic money um, cannot work on a massive scale. You know, this is um, it happening and being recognized, you know, that there is institutional demand, there is institutional interest, and there is institutional participation. So, so I think that, that is something that we validate and uh, and we, we work together with uh, Terra Money to, to like sort of... Uh, uh, promote as a, as a team. I got to say, this is probably one of the most bullish conversations I've ever had. And uh, I, yeah. I wanted I wanted to get mad at you for not uh, putting Terra, native Terra Luna uh, assets in, in the forefront. But what you said totally makes sense. And uh, it makes sense from the perspective of, you know, even if all else fails, uh, we still want UST to be sort of that uh, ubiquitous cross-chain truly decentralized stablecoin, whether it's the, you know, the ERC-20 version or, um, you know, the IBC version with Cosmos or whether it's the native asset itself when people use Anchor or Mirror. So um, you're 100% right, Usagi. You totally just changed my opinion <laughs> on the whole conversation. And uh, it's super bullish. And it's great to hear that, you know, you guys who are working uh, really in a, um, in, in the, in the, in the forefront and in the, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Damn it! Uh, I think here what we can say is that we are the we are the team that is spearheading um, more wider adoption of UST across a multi-chain future. I think uh, you know when you look at even the Solana ecosystem, right? Um, you know they 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 are implementing a EVM compatible uh, model with Neon, right? Um, I think that is just demonstrating to all teams that 
um, if you truly want to, if a if a if a team truly wants to to build this multi-chain uh, be part of this multi-chain future, you know they need to think about uh, what assets that they, from their that originates from their community becomes this ubiquitous asset that is used by all, right? Um, when you think about Terra, previously if UST was just confined to the Terra ecosystem, you know what you're saying is like, oh, we're it's equivalent to you saying that oh, we're only able to use UST within this tiny confines of uh, X number of community members or X number of lunatics. But when you say UST is um, multi-chain ready, what you are telling us, or rather what the Terra community is saying is that we are now allowing every person across the world, no matter what chain they are on, you know, whatever uh, bully, uh, sorry, market view they have, you know, they can use UST to spend, they can use it to trade, they can use it to, to, to go into options. And this is, I think, a very foundational piece, right, in ensuring that UST gets access, accessible to everyone. Um, so, so I think we, we, we sort of want to, to change that narrative or rather influence it, right, to say that you know, UST's time is here. Um, it is not just a retail situation. It is an institutional situation. And, uh, you know, widening participation should be a core tenant of, of, the, of the ecosystem. And we are here to be part of that. Right. I, I agree. And Usagi, you, you, know, you know your stuff, man. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate this perspective that you're giving me. Um, you know, we would be lying to ourselves as fans of Terra Luna to say that uh, there's not a, a huge opportunity outside of the Terra ecosystem. And, uh, you know, it, our goal isn't to say that, uh, you know, there's a there's a UST on Terra and then let, you know, some competitor, some other UST build itself out on on different blockchains. Right. We want UST to be the you know, decentralized asset that, uh, or rather the decentralized stablecoin that, that works across uh, multi-chain platforms. So I greatly appreciate that, Usagi. Uh, and look, when you, when, you, when you watch Terabytes, you learn in real time, just with Pantera. I get to learn from people with bigger brains, brains twice the size of mine. So um, I appreciate it, guys. One more question from me before we wrap up. What's with the name Theta Nuts? Where does that come from? Um, so theta nuts, uh, um, there's two parts of this word. So uh, theta is one of the Greeks in the option space. Um, as we know, options um, have expiry. So we want you to get nuts over theta uh, and, and get excited <laughs> about getting into the next round uh, of getting more and more yield. So uh, we call ourselves theta nuts. Uh, and uh, we have our mascot, um, the squirrel nutkin. Um, and uh, we're very happy to let everyone understand that uh, when you grow yield on our platform, it is at its core organic and sustainable. So we are working towards this better future where you know we can keep growing yields and uh, expand the market uh, with Terra, Luna, and UST. So so that that is a little bit of background about Tea the Nuts. Absolutely, I love it. Well, is there anything else uh, we didn't cover that you guys would like to go over before we wrap up? No, I think uh, the last thing to say is that, um, well, if everyone is very, very bullish on Terra, uh, I think we saw that with our call vault. Um, I think you can express your opinion with our puts uh, and UST. Um, so we look forward to seeing you with um, on our platform uh, with deposits. And should you require any help at all, um, I hope uh, the community understands that our team is always on our Discord. So we will be there ready to support them with any questions that they have. 
All right, well, you guys heard it here. If you want to check out more about Theta Nuts and learn how to get involved in the options game, you can go to thetanuts.finance. That is the website uh, where you can access all the information and the applications. Um, these guys will be around, I'm sure, on Telegram, on Discord to help you uh, if you need to transfer from the from the native Terra Luna over to the wormhole Terra Luna, which I'm going to do now because uh, Usagi, you've opened up my mind to a new world. And um, I, I'm very impressed with what you guys have built. I think this is exciting stuff. Again, uh, the sustainability part is awesome. I love that the options are paid, you know, from, from the other side of the equation, the other side of the bet paid in the asset. Um, no token model yet, and these guys are already out there building something that's very cool. So uh, I can only imagine things are going to get better as we uh, dive into next year. So uh, for everybody out there that's watching, please like, rate, share, subscribe, do all the fun stuff that Pete usually says at the end of the episode, but Pete's not here, so I'm taking care of it. Um, and we appreciate these guys coming on. As always, you can discover more about options, puts, calls, anything you want to learn in the decentralized finance space or the TFI space by discovering terabytes. And uh, we hope you guys all have a good night. Cheers. Mm -hmm.